Hey everybody, how's it going? Welcome to another edition of the Webcast Horror Podcast with me, your host Paul McGee. And this week I am joined yet again by Samantha Redford as we do part two of our Green Room commentary. That's right, Green Room from 2016 last year, a big indie horror hit um, starring Anton Yelchin, Patrick Stewart and Imogen Pitts. Um, we are halfway through this thing. We left it on a real cliffhanger. The uh, the band, the gang were about to leave the green room. What will happen to them? Although the bigger cliffhanger is, will I ever work out what the fuck is on Sam, the guitarist's t-shirt in time before the end of the movie? We'll just have to wait and see. Um, this is a lesson in doing your research before you watch the fucking movie for the third time, I guess. Um, we're at 52 minutes and one second if you want to get your player ready to uh, watch along, if that's what you're doing. Um, just before we get any further, this podcast, like all our podcasts, is sponsored by our very own feature film, Webcast. Um, it is the story of two filmmakers who suspect that their neighbours uh, have got someone kidnapped got someone held against their will in their home and so they start to run surveillance does it end well mm. the biggest hint is it's a horror film uh, i'm gonna leave it there if you're interested in watching uh, the trailer for webcast you can go to our website which is i saw the and do that you can also follow us on twitter same handle i saw the webcast or go to our facebook page and do exactly the same thing or instagram it's all the same i saw the webcast that's where you'll find us. Uh, please support this film. We're trying to get a cinema release for it before it heads over to DVD and VOD. And we need your help to do that. We need your sponsorship. I don't mean we need your money. We just need your praise. We just need you telling people about it and sharing that shit online. If you can do that for us, thank you, thank you, thank you. Okay, I think that's everything that's needed for now. On with the show. Sam's t-shirt. Green room. Come on, Google. What is it? Images. Ah, god damn it. Can't find anything for it. Trying to think. I know I've seen it before. It does have something written on it, but Oh, I can't see it from here. Fuck it. Um, I'll find that out later. Um, and then I'll add it to the podcast um, at the end. Yes, where are we? Oh, so they've, they've come out now. Here we go. So they're like, we've just got to go outside. That's it. Oh, this is horrible. Oh, it's so tense, isn't it? Yeah. And it's shot really like, well. And like the exit and stuff. And it's... You, we've someone all says, been in those places, haven't we? Where you, it's just like a maze. Someone said we should split up, and it's like totally. It's like no, I know. never, never do that. Here but we you go. know what? Actually, it saved them splitting up. So uh, they didn't really split up. They just dispersed because the dog came at them. It's more of a panic run than anything. Ah, oh, poor tiger. Oh no, poor tiger. He's done. And now I forget this dude's name. Which is oh, trying to escape. Ah, uh, Tad, Tad's about to get. Oh Jesus! Oh, just stabbed the fuck out of. Oh, it's just the like guy loving it. Yeah, he just oh, fucking love it, doesn't he? Jesus! Look at this guy loving the fucking 
dog chewing the shit out of his throat. It's horrible. Oh, she does really well as well. I just feel bad that, you know, we all know what happens. Yeah, she's going to come to a sticky end too. But she's resourceful. Yeah, that's, that's why <laughs> I like her. But... Fire extinguisher. Oh. I guess the rule of thumb in this kind of shit is you can only have two, one or two surviving. Otherwise, it's not, it's not as horrific. And you can't have too many characters either. Because you're like, just pitting them down, aren't you? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And then you don't care, and then it's not as gruesome. Oh, shotgun under the bar. That's going to become relevant in a bit. Oh, this is good too. Like, yeah. I'm not sure if um, feedback does that to a dog, like a dog whistle. But it's a hell of a way to... Uh, <laughs> if you've written yourself into a corner, like she's getting mashed up by a dog on the stage, it's a pretty good way out. Yeah. As well, dogs are like, you know, are pretty strange when it comes to noises. You can have a dog that's really, really vicious, but if a firework goes off, you know. Yeah, that's true. It, is, that's it true. suddenly gets scared, and all dogs are scared by different things. So it's kind of, it's completely plausible. Oh, here he is picking up the subplot. He got the set list there, and it's the same song. Is this where they're going to find shit out or figure shit out? Back to the green room. Run away! Uh, I always it? feel it's like, us. why are they stopping in front of the door? Get in. It's like, where, where are the others? It's like, it's us. That's it. Nice way of putting it. Yeah. And really nice shot of the door as well for that split second longer than it. Yeah. You know, it, it needed to be. It was, that, it was just really nice to know that, yeah. That's, yeah, like that. God damn it. I really need to find out what her fucking t-shirt's all about now. Sorry. <laughs> Ah, oh, that's interesting. I've just, I've just, someone pointed out that um, this is a little bit like uh, the film Straw Dogs, which I guess it kind of is a bit. Have you seen Straw Dogs? No, I haven't even heard of it. Well, there's, 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 there's two versions of it. There was a remake made a couple of years ago. Not that's, I don't think that's worth watching over the original, where it's uh, Dustin Hoffman plays a kind of, you know. Uh, metropolitan American guy who comes to live in a rural country town in England with his wife and um, they just uh, accidentally rub up the kind of the, the hooligan country folk in the wrong way not intentionally and then like they come after them in their house and Dustin Hoffman has to kind of David and Goliath his way out of it sounds pretty good yeah it is it's, it's a pretty good film um, I like this like the, the over the shoulder shots of Gabe and Patrick Stewart like Gabe just looking like he's getting more and more worn out yeah. by the shit that's occurring it, you know like, what I though sign I, up for this shit. I was kind of wondering actually why because this is something I asked at the beginning if because I assumed that Gabe was above the people with the red laces and obviously you're um when one of, I said that to you in the, the first time we watched it you said oh no I, I, because obviously he gets the red laces later on he said oh no I think he's just new to it but I think that's probably why Patrick Stewart's kind of taken Darcy's taken him under his wing a little bit because maybe he thinks that there's a little bit of swaying it, he's not as easy to control as the others but he knows he'll be think, quite valuable I think he's eager to impress you know so they're giving him it, well it says later on like 
he's uh i think he's been with them for like a year or so and he's earning his stripes as it were oh here we go so now he knows he's like oh shit which one of you did it it's the good reason that she's in the room because she can tell the truth You want him to know? I'm surprised he lets him leave at this point. Oh, man. There it is, folks. The whole subplot revealed. They were fucking off. But this is also the moment that Patrick Stewart realises it too. God damn it. I'm going to have to find out what that t-shirt is later. Eight rights. Regular t-shirt. What's this? Oh, someone's got like an eight right. Oh, you can buy the eight rights t-shirt. Nice. Ah, brilliant. T-shirts. In green room. Oh, here he goes. Look, he's clocked it. The new car. It's like, why didn't you want him on the door? Oh, something about him and the girl. Why does anyone keep their fucking keys under the sun blind? That's such bullshit. Here he is, look. Now he knows. He was running away. So this is a creepy little line he gives here as well. Like, little lovebirds. <laughs> but more importantly, there's the bat. Wrapped in plastic. I think there's blood on it too. So what the the bat thing? I can't remember go. what that was from. This is this is it explained. So you recognise this? He's like, no. This is how you find out a bit about these two. He's like, no, of course not. You were still handing out leaflets with when the boys made their bones. So yeah, it's from last season. He's not been with that long. It's supposed to disappear after the boot pie, which means somebody was killed with that bat. And they were going to... They weren't just leaving. They were going to do a whole... They were going to get them um, arrested. They were going to implicate them in a murder. So all of a sudden, Patrick Stewart's like, oh, it turns out this whole fuck, like clusterfuck is a good thing. Did you see what I mean about Gabe's character, though? You know, if he was one of the, the kind of other guys that has the shaved heads and the red laces or was wanting to be that, yeah, Patrick Stewart wouldn't have anything to do with them because they're already taken care of. But Gabe's character is very intelligent, and you can see him wavering quite a lot throughout the entire film, and him being very unsure of both himself yeah. and the situation. So I do feel that like Patrick Stewart, well Darcy, has to keep Gabe close because he knows that he needs to control him a bit more because he's it feels that he's yeah. valuable. He's on. He's on the. Oh, it's a dead Kennedy's T-shirt. Oh my God! Sorry, I just saw it written <laughs> on the thing. It's a dead Kennedy's T-shirt. There we go. There we go. And dead Kennedy's uh, wrote the song "Nazi Punks." No, 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 Nazi Punks. Fuck off. So that's the that's the relevance there. They sang the song that they they performed at the beginning. Nice. Um, Sorry, that totally oh that totally threw me. What were we saying? Yeah, Gabe. Yeah, no, I think that you know, from the way that they dress him, so he's slightly you know, he's got like a number two or a number three shaven head. Um 
you know he's you know he's going to be the character to turn um he's actually the lead in um blue ruin as well and looks incredibly different in that uh big beard long scraggly hair oh shit that's a big shotgun that is nasty as fuck yeah right to the cheek oh and just before that you had patrick stewart basically working out that the shotgun was still in the bar ah oh the cut to the neck and that's such that that is a proper like i'm gonna chop you in the neck but i'm not gonna do it so wholeheartedly that your head will come off it's just like yeah take that you know what i I saw um one of the guys at my work yesterday Uh, he's got like a massive scar on his neck like a you know it's probably like about four inches long yeah and probably about a centimeter wide like this big scar um and i've always wondered what it was but obviously you know you just like oh should i ask so i asked him yesterday and uh he got stabbed in the neck and he didn't realize he literally like caught one of his arteries and he had like oh a 20% God. chance of surviving. He lost like five pints of blood or something. Shit. And they were like, you're, it's a miracle that you're alive. You should have just died yeah. then and there. But he didn't even know he'd been stabbed in the neck. He was just in a fight. Um, well, his mate was in a fight. So oh he God. jumped in to save him. And then all of his mates were like, what the fuck? Oh, oh bad shot. Poor Sam. I know. If she'd have been She's playing gone. more zombies... She'd have been all right, you know. It's gonna crack. It's gonna crack the joke there. Do you think she's dead? Maybe. Oh, oh. oh dear. It's mad though, isn't it? How can you not even notice she's been stabbed in the neck? In an art, like nicking an artery. Oh, I suppose like your your body goes into shock, adrenaline, all those things will play a part. I suppose. Oh, it's just nuts, isn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. Um, then there were two, I guess. Oh, I love this bit where he's like, uh, <laughs> she's like, you know, I'm lucky. They were going to just shoot me. They want to have them all, all torn apart by dogs. Look at Gabe now. He's like, I cannot take any more of this shit. Yeah. Look at his face. And they got the keys at last. I think that this that's his point. <laughs> that's yeah. his breaking point. And these are all really important things, though, aren't they? Because you don't really notice it maybe the first time because you're so caught yeah, up by you're, the characters. You're you're watching and it's just yeah, you, the experience is just being kind of thrown at yeah. you. You're like bam, but yeah, I oh, think it's really um, well put together. Darcy's point where he loses it a little bit is when he starts saying about there not being it's taking too long. Yeah, that was a really insightful moment as well, where he, where he basically says, "Oh, if we don't do this soon, um, you know." basically says oh, it's gonna be bad for me oh oh for us like he doesn't give a fuck about anyone but himself and the and the money there's yeah, a <laughs> this is great i think pat's like oh, i can't is it i can't die here with you <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah really nice oh god oh actually we i totally skipped a bit because i think we were talking earlier oh, what? when they were talking about their desert island bands Oh, right, yeah. I'll, I'll do this quick because the pep talk is coming. But it's um, when they were all leaving to go out of the green room, they all gave like what their real Desert Island bands would be. So first of all, it was like, oh, yeah, I- I'd be like the Dead Kennedys. Oh, I'd be like Misfits. And it's like it's all the cool punk bands that they're really into. But then they go out and it's like, oh, fuck, it'd be Prince. 
Uh, it'd be um, Sam's like uh, it would be Simon and Garfunkel. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really Imogen nice Poots moment. Like, yeah, Imogen Poots was like Madonna, and then she says someone else who's like proper hardcore. She's like, I'm still hardcore. Like she's hardcore to the bone, where the rest of them are just is a little bit of a pretense because they're in a band. But yeah, now he gets to do the rest of his pep talk. Um. Oh, go on. You explain the rules of uh, of paintballing. Yeah. What else is going on? So it goes Oh yeah, this is just about if you treat it like a game and you don't give a fuck, you've got a better chance of surviving. And that's that's almost like a. Uh, I suppose the moral to this tale is you have to do something. If you just sit and wait you're going to get fucked. Yeah. So better to be proactive than um, than sitting around. Because the longer you sit around, the bigger the greater the chances of you getting blown away. What did Betty say? Oh, Betty's on the phone. Oh. <laughs> She's trying I, thought to she was, I thought she was saying something. I was like, what? <laughs> Hang on, I'm gonna pause. I think you both. know what. I'm gonna pause, pause mine. Three, two, one. Oh, play again. Pretend dead. <laughs> Pretend dead, indeed. So while they're ha- yeah. while they're having a chat and they're trying to work out what they're gonna do with the camouflage and all that shit and their last kind of final over the top thingy-majig, um, we're gonna do a bit uh, called okay. work- working title, Sam. That's the uh, okay. w- that's the working title of this bit, <laughs> and in this bit. We think so. Green Room, you know, had kind of um, had reviews that went either way. So I just I came up with some ideas of how we could uh, we could have made perhaps a different film that might have been accepted a bit better, kind of using the words and maybe just changing them around a bit. Okay. So instead of Green Room, y- yeah. you're right there. <laughs> yeah, I just thought of something. <laughs> instead of Green Room, I just thought of something because um, you know that picture I st- I showed you. On uh, Imja, the one that we posted. Oh, what was the picture? Um, that really made me laugh. Um, when Jim was trying to look up a review for Green Room when it first came out. Yes, yes. Um, on Google, it showed a picture of like a, just a really nice, pleasant green room. Oh, yes. Like a painted green room that was really nice, like a hotel room. Very good. And I just got kind of like a, an image of Green Room being a very different film. <laughs> As like the Trivago woman. It's the psychopath. It plays Darcy. <laughs> nice. And it's like Trivago, the room at the best price. <laughs> the best price. The price of your life. Nice. That sort of thing. Uh, you get there. That's it. That's exactly how this works. All right. Okay. Good. So I got it. I got his. I want to pitch this idea to you. How about okay. the clean room, which is uh, <laughs> stay with me, a punk band looking yeah. for a new business opportunity. Witness a tidy up in a Nazi club. Keen not to let their secret cleaning formula get out into the <laughs> open. A heavy mix of vinegar and ultra right opinions. <laughs> the Nazis hold them hostage until they have cleaned their minds of the secret formula. That's uh, that's the clean room. It's good. Okay. Yeah, clean right. room. I've got number two. I got the, the bean groom. The bean groom. Yeah. This is a uh, okay. Adolf and Ava in love. They seem to have everything they want. Nice house, good car, control of Germany and the Third Reich. All that's left <laughs> is to tie the knot. But Adolf has a dark secret. He's not really human. He's made of a community of super intelligent beans. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Brilliant. Um, and, and my last one uh, is the gene broom. The which, gene broom. Yeah, which is um, kind of loosely based on the green room and the film Joy, in which Joy just can't catch a break. She's spent her life inventing things, but finds herself trapped by her responsibilities to her parents and their far-right club in the middle of the woods. One day, whilst mopping up some nasty leftover booze on the floor of the club, she discovers just how absorbent her genes are. Joy invents the gene broom. <laughs> but will it be a big winner with the other neo-Nazis mums with the cleaning to do? That's the best one. Brilliant. That is the best one. That wins. <laughs> Excellent. That wins. I can't think of any. <laughs> well, I, I had time and made notes. So next time, uh, I'll give you time to work out some. <laughs> Uh, back back to the movie oh we missed the bit there where patrick stewart tells um gabe when he gives him the red laces that he's also laced that heroin that he gave the band with something nasty so he's you know oh, i missed that totally last time yeah he's he's basically you know tidying up loose ends well he's tidying up loose ends from the minute he arrives but it's quite cool to see oh and they've drugged the poor dog well i say poor dog it's a killer coffee. and the dog runs away Hang on. sorry on. sorry um Sorry, Paul. Pause one second. All right. Yep. Um, I, I basically, I had a second coffee. When I had the second coffee, I got flashing lights. So it's the caffeine. So I can't drink it. I'm sorry. Save it for me for later, and then I might be able to drink it later. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. <laughs> he just looks at me and was just like, "Slam the door." Um, all right. I'm, I'm going. I'm, I'm going to unpause the film. I'm on 20, okay, I'm 23 48. Here we go. Three, two. One and there we go. <clears throat> All right, this is the. It reminds me of someone. I can't remember who it is. Mm. I thought this the first time, and I just don't know who it is. I think this is quite interesting because obviously um, Patrick Stewart has now left. And it's just these two. But as they start to fuck up, they're all they're all about don't tell Darcy, don't tell Darcy. So his kind of web of fear is actually the reason they're all going to fuck up because they're all too scared to tell him that something's gone wrong. I love this. Yeah. This is just go mad, just go apeshit. It's the only way to survive. Ah, <laughs> uh. oh, I just I, I do like this bit. Well, where these jump down into the heroin thing and they've coloured their faces with sharpie pens. Yeah, this is great because yeah. it's all. Uh, oh, this is so. Yeah, I love this from the sofa. It's a good. Uh, yeah. It's a good ploy. And she's like. Oh, it's brilliant. But I was thinking, oh yeah, she just must have like, oh, I just really like it. She's like a little worm. <laughs> she just surprises them. Three shots. Would you like to hear some of the comments that people have made on IMDb about this movie? Yeah, go for it. Okay, I like this. This interaction was quite nice between um, Bryce C. Vank and uh, Misfit X Fiend. Okay, so Bryce C. Uh, Vank, this is what they thought of the movie. Why is this movie getting such good reviews? Right now, I feel like I just watched an extremely typical thriller about kids in the wrong place at the wrong time. Nothing stands out. Yes, it was brutal. And yeah, there was some tension, but nothing that deserves the praise it's getting. Am I missing something? It's quite, it's quite brash. And uh, Misfits, Misfits X Fiend just says, Yeah, you missed a lot, apparently. <sighs> <laughs> burn. burn yeah total burn oh here she goes oh she's a killer and a half 
Does Imogen Poots kill everybody in this movie from that side oh, of the she's fence? She's just so awesome, isn't she? She just box cut that guy's neck from... And actually, her coming out of the sofa was such a Vietnam move. It was like yeah. just seeing... It's like um, Apocalypse Now where Martin Sheen comes out of the water, but, but from a sofa. Very similar, I thought. You know what I also like about this film? Yeah. Is the fact that, like, no one's deemed as being stupidly attractive true you know I, I mean I think, I think I feel like like horror films are starting to steer away from that I know that Imogen Poots is she's a beautiful woman but you know because of her haircut and the way that she is and the way that she's dressed yeah like she's not like a bikini clad bimbo I think she's like I don't know like she's just very yeah well I think that's within the context of the film I'm not sure yeah incredibly attractive people join things like this it's yeah, more but that's of a the thing, movement though. for people that are kind of they're on the margins and your looks probably have something to do with that I well think. that's the thing i think for me is like um a lot of the a lot of the horror films that you yeah. see that we have seen in the past and nowadays it doesn't seem to doesn't seem to matter what the plot is they just go for the best looking people well they know sex sells as well like that comes into yeah. it whereas this is um Step above, I suppose. Although I imagine getting Imogen Poots meant that they got more money. Yeah, probably. Like that kind of thing counts, I think. But she's a good actor and she's not like just been made up so she's pretty. Yeah. This is she's, I mean. she's, she's, she's clever as well. Like she's thrown yeah, down she uh, her mate's dead body as a... Do you know what? She'd be very good in... Uh, not Imogen Poots as such, but this character against Predator... I'd like to see yes. that. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to see that. She's got all that going on. Come here, kill me now. Ah, oh, come on, gangly arm. God damn it. Trying to put the thing in. Yeah, just throw the gun at him. That I love that. When there's no bullets left, throw the fucking gun. Oh, but this is, this is the, I mean, like, if she'd gone from slightly panicky, hysterical, shy girl who saw her mate get stabbed in the head to this moment here where, hang on, where is it? Come on get to it yeah they're wrestling around here we go jumps down that's a fairly big jump oh shall i box cutter this fucker shall i box gun no no i'm gonna pick up the gun i'm gonna load the gun very casually and then i'm just gonna empty two fucking bullets one to the neck one to the head (laughs) like she did that so casually yeah (laughs) she's it's like oh it's just so yeah i really like her I think she's brilliant. Would you like to hear another burn from IMDb? Yes, I would love to hear another right. burn from IMDb. So this is by uh, Hit by, me. by uh, Mr. McMurphy, who says, ah. because it promotes the the white male patriarchy narrative, so many went, so many want to exist. That doesn't make any sense. Let me read that again. Because it promotes the white male patriarchy narrative, so many want to exist. I see evil white supremacists in movies, but I've only met one actually racist white person in my entire life. What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He was honestly confused, apparently. But poop into each other's butts forever, replied. (laughs) Just repeat that name. Quite quite cattily. Also, the Holocaust didn't happen and jet fuel can't melt steel beams. Tell them, brother. Oh, nice. (laughs) Nice. You're nice. calling him a conspiracy nuthead. Nice. I like it. Yeah. Oh, here's Gabe basically giving up. I don't want to go to jail, man. <laughs> I get all the shit jobs around here. I have to clean up dead bodies everywhere. Oh, dear. I think I have um, 
Oh yeah, someone else added to that. So 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 Mathis one added to that whole comment. Then you must not get out much or live in a social utopia. I have met dozens of white racists and a couple dozen non-white racists. Then again, I live in Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> So what, what you're it's telling like, me is Idaho is basically either racists, either white racists or non-white racists. She seems to have met about the same amount of, of both. Fair enough. Makes She's got a tally at yeah. home. How many people did I meet today? Five. How many were uh, white supremacists? Ah, oh, three. I actually had three. Oh. The, de- the detail in there is that I've met dozens of white racists. And a couple dozen non-white racists. So actually, there are dozens more, of us. There's more dozens. racists. There's only there's only 24 non-white racists that she knows. So there we are. All right. But so then, then surely, I- <laughs> surely it's a silly comment, isn't it? That um, that I can't remember what his name is made because you know you, you don't really walk around and like if you were talking about any horror film. Yeah. You go well, well. I don't see many murderers walking around the streets with machetes. <laughs> no. Fucking. No. You know what? Funny enough. Neither do I. <laughs> so it's completely unbelievable. At least you know neo-Nazis. Like, I've only ever seen one man a with thing. a machete and that was on the, <laughs> the internet in a jungle. Where do you live? Yeah. Poop into each other's butts forever. That's a, a reference to a film called, I think, You, Me and Everyone We Know or something like that it is. Oh, I did not know that. Uh, it's a good film. That's the best bit of the film is when a eight-year-old boy is internet chatting with a woman and it turns out that it's his teacher but they don't know each other is each other and he's just like maybe you should poop maybe we should poop into each other's butts maybe we should poop into each other's butts forever and it's just really odd but quite funny scene um anyway back to the film like i like this because this is the moment they hear a gunshot and he's like oh how many of them did you see die and he's like i saw two of them die and then this is the point where old shy pat here decides that he's going to get revenge so it's not about escaping anymore i'm going out there to find them and then do something about it and imogen poots is with him on that one yeah let's go do it because she's killed like four people now i don't know how they just kind of let this guy go they just immediately trust him i think yeah but he looks like he's done anyway uh, you know, oh no he's totally he's totally yeah. done but like you know if you're in that position and you were yeah i mean he could have just turned around yourself. and yeah, he could have just shouted, but from afar, but he doesn't, I suppose. Um, oh, Betty's put her hand up. Yes, you at the back in the grey. Yes. Shout louder, though, because the mic won't pick it up. Which review is the one where... So I know that they were all singing Sound of Rose Posies in Redcast, but what was the one where they were, like, really, like... Oh, uh, I can't remember. I'd have to look into it. Sorry. That's not really relevant like- to the green room. The webcast <laughs> has had many great reviews. Anyway, <laughs> like the film. Hold up, we're at the end now. Um, so this is where they're approaching the uh, the dog guy, and it's going to be Patrick Stewart in a second. But before we get to that, I think I have one more one more uh, point one to more say comment. on IMDb. Yeah. Uh, oh, brilliant. I love this. This is just at the end of this honestly okay. confused and people going, oh, white supremacist, I've never met one. Blah, 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 blah. And then Augustus Octavian just wanders in and says, I wouldn't get into such a situation to begin with because I'm a very conservative, oh, no, risk averse person. What did you say? Oh, no. That's okay. The podcast heard it. I'm going to repeat it for you, though. Can you hear me? 
Okay. Sam? Yeah, I can okay. hear now. You just kind of like, you kind of just went, and oh. I couldn't hear anything so cut out Aug- and then cut back in. Augustus Octavian said, <clears throat> I wouldn't get into such a situation to begin with because I'm a very conservative, risk- risk-averse person. <laughs> this is the best decision of dealing with the situation, not to get into it. I love that. That's life advice. <laughs> if you're in a band and you go to a neo-Nazi gig to play and you witness a murder and get trapped in, well, your mistake is right there. You shouldn't have done any of that shit to begin with. Just stay yeah. at home. Just don't do it. Just don't do anything. Stay at home. Yeah. <laughs> Be a very yeah. conservative, risk-averse person. That is the best decision of dealing with the situation, not to get into it. Thank you. Does, does everyone realise that they're on IMDb and that Green Room was a film? Do you know, the sad thing is, I hear do IMDb... people know this? IMDb are, uh, have taken... They've shut down their message boards, which is a real shame. Because gold like oh, this... Oh, that is such a shame. I know. We'll have to try and find it on a Reddit subgroup or something. Anyway, look at this killer shot of Imogen Poots with a shotgun. That is like... Yeah. You can make a poster out of that shot. That's a t-shirt yeah. waiting to happen. She's sick, isn't she? She's just yeah. sick. So I guess this is, so this is where we get the reveal of what it was they were going to do. You've got the beware of dog. Yeah. Oh, look. It's a band reunion. Not quite the band reunion you'd like, I suppose. No, well, not not for them anyway. I mean, Darcy's loving it, but um, they can but record. Yeah. They can record that seven-inch vinyl now. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Three I, down, one to go. <laughs> I think you know. You know, at this point, yeah, I think you'd understand that they, they have to to kind of explain what the the subplot is because everything's been mumbled so much. Well, this is quite obvious. But to make point, it more it? realistic. I'd like to see them a bit more bothered about their mates being dead on the floor. Because if you used to see oh, a dead body, this is the thing that that Go weirds on. me out, is that, like, you know, you've got these people, they're normal people, and they're in a punk band. Mm. I mean, it's not like you if you're in a punk band, you see death very often. And they've just seen all this death and they're like, as much as anyone else. (laughs) And they're just like, okay, cool. Let's just go, like, put Sharpie on our face then, yeah? Cool, yeah. I don't know. Let's just see my friends. Oh, they're making it look like it's us. My friend's dead on the floor. I'll ignore that. I I think that's an adrenaline thing. I think that's like, you'd worry about that later because you're still worried about your own survival. This is interesting, though, because he's come up here now and he's like, are we doing this then to Imogen Poots? And she's like, why else would we have come up here if we weren't going to shoot them? He was like, "Uh, I don't know. He's still being pat. He's almost like, I just, oh, I thought maybe, I don't know. And then, yeah, like this. As if That's this is the a shot. Fucking nightmare. Go back a second. Go no, back well, a I second. I won't go back. I'm going to let it run through. Oh. Go on. What are we going to say? That what? shot where he's um, looking over. the camera goes on Pat yeah. and you've got the sky. Yeah. That's a really weird colour graded shot. Oh, really? So all of a sudden it goes so much darker. It really put me off the first time I watched it. I think because I'd had quite a lot to drink and yeah. I was very tired, that shot was really blinding. Oh, but it's so bright. Well, it might just be—it might just be because it was a bright day and it's a hard shot to do. They have to work oh, out yeah, the lenses totally. and stuff. This I love because you say that he does something, he just walks away. <laughs> I love <laughs> that he just gets shot the fuck to pieces and nearly shoots them, nearly pulls off one. That's not too far away I from think him. I'm, I think. Where are you? Because I think I'm behind. Oh yeah, you might go behind. But Patrick Stewart walking away at that bit. That goes back to that whole thing about don't just stand there, do something. He does do something. Yeah. But he walks away and it's like, it's probably his only move, but it's still a funny move. It's like, these guys are going to shoot you. What do you do? Ah, oh, fuck it. I'm just going to walk back to my house. See what happens. Oh, there's the guys dead from doing the old heroin. 
laced with oh i think you, sh- you shot ahead of me now um yeah yeah so this is the oh, whole montage I? of kind of things yeah here oh, we shit. go Where so there's you? the club the clubhouse um, are you even oh yeah the clubhouse no i know you're right though yeah the, the guy the one guy gabe yeah gabe is yeah here comes gabe going oh we need we need police okay i'm a tiny bit behind not you. wearing red laces not wearing the red laces i notice make a point of that oh, oh there's that mountain that. there was that mountain in the background oh this whole film's been ruined now hang on i thought this film was happening Fucking on, hell, i didn't on, even see the mountain on the east coast you've lied to me oh. <laughs> i mean jesus christ like mountain looks like a mountain doesn't it <laughs> I love the fact. Would you like to actually? B- before we we run out of time on this, there are some other yeah. goofs. I'll have to find them. Where did I put them? There was one about. Um, here's a here's a here's a goofy note for you to uh, realize uh, about the the bit with the shotgun sequence there, where he was trying so to. So who's the guy the, that's eating the cereal? In. Is he? He's that's the guy who was the murderer. He's not dead right. yet. Basically, he's um, not dead yet. No, no. Here we go. Oh, is he going to be dead? Uh, I don't know. He doesn't look like he's taking the heroin, so maybe not. Hang on, we'll wait. And then for he's the... sweating and like rocking and shit. Oh, maybe, maybe he's taking it. And he's, he knows he's fucked. Here comes the doggy. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> <laughs> just guns up. Brilliant. We'll let it play out before I give uh, the notes. They just look badass now. Oh, I love this. Oh, oh and that little Sam. dog as well. Poor, oh god you really do see them at this point don't you as well oh jesus i didn't even see them i'm so concentrated on the dog because i just like now that's the third time i've watched it oh, yeah. see them. and this is end shot but it's great because this goes back to it's almost like a giant Aww. really unfunny darkly joke here well it's not it's funny because he's like hey hey i just realized what my band would be come on man say it there's i know what it no, is i'm waiting as well <laughs> She's like, what? What? What is? I, I finally. Oh, I've not what? even gotten to that point yet. Oh, oh. shit! Go on. Oh, I my know des- what it is. My desert island band. Oh, this is just a great. What a line to finish the film on. Go on, Imogen. Tell somebody who gives a shit. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so behind. <laughs> it's a nice way of finishing. So some added goofs just to uh, add on to that. Uh, apparently, um, when Pat fires, <coughs> excuse me, I'll try and read like a fucking adult. When <laughs> Pat fires the final shot of three shots left, his handgun is left in the cocked position. If the gun were truly empty, the slide would have been in the eject mode. Idiots. Oh, Jesus. Me. How did they not fucking fuck, see you that? You know what? Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. my god and here's one here's one entitled incorrectly regarded as goofs when tiger plays a vinyl lp on the phonograph in tad's apartment he cues the well, record to the beginning but the song that plays first is track seven of side one of that album <laughs> later <laughs> later in a shot of the vinyl disc spinning silently with the needle all the way over to the disc label you can see that the disc has five medium length tracks but the album supposedly played has eight short songs on both sides. Though, to be honest, we have no way of knowing how many records they played after the first one. <laughs> it's like, this is completely wrong. Having said that, it might not fucking matter at all. No, it doesn't. But thank you for your comment. <laughs> thank you for your goof. That was great. Yeah. So that's the end of oh Green Room. Um, what do you think of it from a second viewing? 
albeit one. I, that I we still really like the film. Over. Yeah. I still. I think all the characters are very believable. They mm-hmm. all have reasons for doing something. Um, I mean. I always have a little bit of a jipe when you've got a big group of characters in a horror film because I do feel that to make a horror film more effective and more scary, you have to care about the characters. But then again, there were so many of them and there was such a big plot. It didn't really leave much room for you to care enough about the characters. I think it could be improved that way. But then again, I wouldn't change anything about it. I did did really like it. Takes takes a very skilled writer to write a whole bunch of characters in the horror film that you care about. The, the go-to on this is always Predator and the fact that you've got like six or seven characters in the first 45 minutes who are established and then get picked off and they're all fantastic characters like they're all yeah. really well well drawn the things they say just it does everything although having said that I mean those are supposed to be big ballsy almost unreal characters whereas this they were supposed to be a kind of shoegazing punk band type thing yeah i think i think i, th- I suppose that's what the um desert island band yes yeah, gr- uh, well yeah that's a great device i think that was for why it was meant to be are. trying to make them human and who yeah yeah but totally still i think it was because it was such a big plot it needed the time to explain it mm-hmm. and you needed to see the amount of the other characters like darcy and gabe enough yeah. For that to kind of make sense and to be more sinister to make them more human which kind of leads them to error which mm. is how they get out if you didn't see that then it just wouldn't be believable I don't think and mm. that was one of the biggest things I loved about it um, which I think a lot of other films are lacking in is believability uh, yeah I think it shows it's the difference between a somewhat horror thriller and one that's really tightly put together and I think this is yeah I definitely say go watch Blue Ruin because um, Macon Blair, I think it's how you say his name, Macon Blair, who's the guy who plays Gabe, uh, in the lead role in that, in a film that's not too dissimilar to this one, it's definitely, you can feel it could be part of the same world for sure, okay. uh, in which he plays a guy whose parents were murdered by um, a, a, notor- a, a member of a notoriously known family of criminals. It sounds like it, doesn't it? Actually, yeah. yeah imagine Batman, but but Gabe, but Macon Blair in that. Who actually Macon Blair ended up? He co-produced uh, Green Room, as it goes. Oh, Gabe. really? Yeah. But in that, um, I mean, he's he's basically homeless, living in a car, um, and this is all to do with like the effects of him see either either he saw his parents murdered or how that played on him as a teenager, and in that film, it's the story of him taking out revenge on that guy as he gets out of prison and and the complications that occur beyond that um yeah and it's really good um i think a lot of the reviews i saw of green room talked about how people prefer blue ruin to green room green room's like a bigger film i suppose like you've taken a very simple structure in in blue ruin as a debut feature and then off the back of that he's got some bigger actors in oh and actually we should we should probably mention actually like I don't know how many other films we're going to get to see Anton Yelchin in. I'm not sure how many other films he completed before he tragically died last year. Yeah. But um, that's a really cool film, Green Room, for him to be in. And like. Yeah, I know. It's, it's such a shame. He's yeah. such a. He's he is a really talented actor. Yeah, totally. I think about um, um, Alpha Dog. Was that the other thing? Him him being in, um, which was really cool. And obviously he's in the Star Trek films. Yeah. 
It's just, um, I mean, he, he seems like actually a really nice person as well. Yeah. And then you get some people that kind of, I don't know, like, is an actual person, like, as an actor, you care. Yeah. About him. And he's, yeah, really talented. It is a shame. It is, it is. What but, a horrible um, way to go. But a really, a, a really cool film to, to leave as part of your legacy, I think. Yeah, definitely. So, uh, yeah. It's a shame it's had mixed reviews. I find that really bizarre. But then again, I suppose um, some people are so caught up with the old style horror of there's a bad person that has no layers to them that is just a baddie and then there's the victims that do stupid things and they're in a situation that is completely unrealistic whereas this is I've, I've, this is a kind of a new a new horror I would say a new like breed of horror modern horror yeah, I, yeah perhaps perhaps there's something in that that because this film was marketed as a horror there's a lot of hardcore horror fans that go into it thinking it's going to be one thing and actually, it's more of a it's more of a thriller than it is a horror. It's a horror because it's gory, but it's. Yeah. I mean, this is like a a typical what would you do situation. Um, yeah, totally. Which I love. I love that kind of idea. That's kind of what that's what webcast is. Um, but that means it's not. I can see how uh, maybe like a, a real horror fan who likes their slasher flicks or their supernatural flicks etc may come out of this going well I thought it was going to be more horror based than what it is I think you have to take each film that you watch I mean I think if you are a true horror fan you have to look at each film independently yeah and and appreciate it in that way I mean you've got slashes you've got kind of more thrillers um like uh Twisted Nerve. That's pure thriller horror. I've not seen Twisted Nerve. Oh, it's so good. It's the whole Kill Bill, the... Oh, right. That thing. It's from that film, and it's such a brilliant film. Mm. Um, I mean, you have, like, a disclaimer at the the beginning uh, about, like, mental health. But yeah. it's so ahead of its time. It's really, really, really clever. But it's such a brilliant film. But that's, like, not gory at all. I mean, I wouldn't yeah. say that's. I would say that is. I'm surprised it's not a cult horror because that is brilliant. That would. I would say that's probably on par with Rosemary's Baby. Oh really? Personally, which What's again, it again isn't. Uh, it's called Twisted Nerve. Twisted Nerve. Oh, it might be a Twisted Nerve. Yeah. But yeah, re- like really, really good film. Really well thought out. The characters develop loads, mm. and it's a really nice. Uh, yeah, just I think you should just watch it. It's like something I don't want to ruin at all for you because it is. You don't watch the trailer. The trailer is one of those sort of old school trailers. It yeah. makes the film look terrible, and then but you watch it, and it's yeah, it's really really good. Cool. I will check that out. Maybe we'll do a podcast about it. I totally would love that. Mm. It's a brilliant film. Yeah, well, that would be cool. Cool. All right. Well, let's let's wrap up the podcast there because the film has finished. So I um, uh, hope you enjoyed that listeners all nine of you or we've got 14 now i can't remember anyway what <laughs> we've got I'm 14 just, i think so maybe maybe i listen oh, isn't to people twice. listening not not now but like oh right <laughs> i was like what <laughs> we're not live it's live we're not live no that's why i was like i didn't expect that let's, there's me being like oh i'm just gonna go to the toilet let's like. do a 
let's do the wrap up we can record the wrap up okay. and, and put it on so sam uh what, what are you doing for the, the rest of the week any plans oh um i'm gonna go to some museums today nice <laughs> nice i know, I know. Good shit. yeah get the old culture in soak it in how about soak you in the culture uh i am going to uh pay some bills by by working i think now that is you know what that is in 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 tune with the horror genre <laughs> well yeah it really is <laughs> <laughs> oh and then i'm gonna feed the uh the the family of people i kidnapped in the basement as well ah yeah, yeah obviously yeah. Of course. make sure they're okay anyway yeah. do you want to say goodbye to our listeners bye listeners yes bye bye listeners all right see um i think next time we're doing this commentary we're gonna um do uh oh shit what's it called the autopsy of jane doe that'll be the next one so um, look out for that and uh yes we'll see you next week okay bye-bye bye, -bye. bye.